there's going to be more skill sets that we're going to gain, right, from studying for this. And so in a case where it's a critical situation, I'll just do it myself, right? Today on the Wingnut Social Podcast, we're talking to Nicole White about general contracting and should you become a contractor? Oh, and we're also holding Natalie Graff hostage again. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, Wingnuts, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the head Wingnut, Darla Powell, and I'm joined by my now build co-host, Natalie Ann Graff. Hey, Natalie. Hello, hello. How the hell are you? You look a little tired. Someone made me plant a tree. You look a little overheated. Well, someone picked a spot where the tree went, which two main water lines ran to the guest house. So, <laughs> of course, my pick went into the water line, and I had to repair it. Oh, you know what? That's all in our stories today, which will have passed by the time this episode airs, but you did really well. Well, thank you. It's nice to have a handy ginger, even if you broke the pipes to start with, but you know, we won't hold that well, against you. you pick the spot to where Don't the tree grows. Don't you know where your grows. pipes lay? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Hey, Natalie. Yes. Intermittent fasting for me is a bust, I think. Maybe. Uh, I know. I'm aware of this. <laughs> you know, You're I a binge eater. I am. I think I am. Yeah, I have a slight eating disorder. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And you know what we talked about starting to write my book, and I think that triggered some stuff. So yeah, I don't think intermittent fasting's for me because little Debbie cakes in my tummy make me feel warm and loved and safe. <laughs> ah, they do. I, I know intermittent fasting does not work well for you. I think it works for you, though. You've lost it a pound does. or two. It does. It does. I, I might be a little more disciplined than you are. You're definitely more disciplined than I am when it comes to the eating. The beer, maybe not so much. No, I don't have to have a beer. Uh, I'm looking at you right now in the podcast studio, and you have a Corona light situated right in front of you. Well, I have a Corona light situated right in front of me because I had to plant a tree that I had to get in the pool to cool off, and you can't <laughs> get in the pool without a Corona light, so... Voila. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's impossible. You it know, is. it's like 100 degrees here in Miami, Florida. And speaking of Miami, Florida, guess what? I get to go on the boat tomorrow. You do get to go on the boat tomorrow. Rub it in. You know, I'm not. I'm not going in the boat. I'm going to stay here and do work. I know. I've replaced you. But I wanted to say is that our guest today, Nicole White of Nicole White Designs, is also a neighbor of ours. She's from Miami. How is it that it all... Bleh, bleh, how is it that it took us going to High Point, North Carolina to meet someone who lives like a mile away from us? <laughs> Because you're comfortable in your own little house and you don't like to get outside of your shell. Yeah, I could be a hermit. I, could I, I could. I could be a professional hermit. Is that a thing? No, I know that I'm going to be gone here for three days this upcoming oh, weekend. Thank God. Oh, I mean, yes. I no, know. Gonna, I don't know what I'm going to do. You're probably not going to go out of the house, nor are you going to shower. I, or except you're going to go to the drive-thru at McDonald's. Don't say that. Of course I'm going to shower. Don't make the weekend. Well, day think before I'm I a, come back. As they say here in, in Miami, Asusia. Well, <laughs> if the shoe fits. Don't listen, Wingnut. She thinks she's being funny and entertaining. That's not true. I will definitely shower at least one of those days. Okay, so <laughs> Wingnuts, today on the show, we're going to talk about general contracting in your interior design business, the ins and outs, finding your trades, should you be a GC, if you're into renovating and remodeling and knocking SHIT down. <laughs> 
you know, how important is it to maybe have a general contractor in your back pocket or to be one yourself? We have, you know, Susan Winterstein's a general contractor out in San Diego, California. I don't, I don't see her wearing a tool belt and knocking down walls, but I just keep one in my back pocket. You know, you do. You, you basically do. I know. I, that's not much of a stretch. So we're going to talk to Nicole White today about how she developed her interior design business with a focus on renovation, remodeling, and how important that GC component is. And also, Natalie, we're going to hold you hostage a little bit because you and I have talked. And I know that other designers have said and backed me up on this that you should go to GC school. You should get your GC. I just, I'm going to just say no comment at the moment. <laughs> I just, there are no words at the moment. Well, Natalie, this is a podcast, so see if you could come up with some words. That might be, <laughs> I don't I know, might I'm just have saying. Some, I might have some words for you later. <laughs> All right, guys, so let me tell you a little bit about Nicole White. Nicole White is the principal of Nicole White Designs, an award-winning and nationally published interior design firm, recently voted among the top 25 interior design firms by the South Florida Luxury Guide and among the 10 emerging designers to watch by the Black Interior Designers Network. Nicole and her team are dedicated to transforming the spaces and lives of our clients' homes and businesses. A Jamaican native, Nicole is deeply inspired by bold colors and textures of the Caribbean and constantly fuses those elements throughout her designs. When not dreaming up new design plans, she enjoys traveling, sampling great food, wine tasting, and creating great pieces of art with her son, Xavier. Hey, that's that's our producer Karina Jones's son's name. Do you know yes, that? Yes, it is. I did know that. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Nicole White to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Nicole White. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? How the hell are you guys in freaking hot South Florida? <laughs> uh, we're sweating our butts off. And I have to tell you, in the studio that we record this, we can't run the AC because it <gasps> makes too much noise on the recording. So we're standing here in shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got I just got out of the pool. <laughs> well. I was I was working outside. She made me plant a tree for her, a lychee tree. And so I had to get in the pool and cool off before I could Listen, come in I was here. about to feel sorry for you until you said pool. So Carry oh, on. Well, you should still feel far. You should still feel sorry for me. Yeah, no, don't fe- don't feel sorry for Natalie at all. Yeah. Natalie hasn't made. Let me tell you, Carry she, on. She, she she talks a good game. Okay, Nicole. Before we get into the nitty gritty of this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about becoming a general contractor. Of which, you know, full transparency, nobody in this room is, or on the other end of this a microphone, you haven't yet. But it's something that you have in your scope and in your sights, and we're going to talk about why you and Natalie both. <laughs> are going to get their GC for your design business. But before we dig into that, you had a career in journalism before you became an interior designer. Is that right? I did. And I, I sometimes wonder if we ever met in the streets. Um, <laughs> you know, I worked for the Miami Herald, if it's okay to say so, on air. Of course. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I knew quite a few cops, you know, good and, you know, for good and bad reasons. And so... <laughs> Who knows? That sounds so sketchy. Yeah, that sounds well, so sketchy. Did we meet in the streets? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think I would have remembered in that. In a dark alley. <laughs> I mean, I Ooh, covered what a kind lot of deal? Of, what kind of deals? Well, I covered a lot of <laughs> murder and mayhem and, you know, Miami madness back then. So You, you know what? It would know. not surprise me because I was I was a cop for 19 years almost yeah. in Miami. So in a north on the north end, the south end, Liberty City. So I'm sure that our paths have crossed before. But most recently, we met at High Point Spring Market. Remember, I saw you at Luann's talk there. Exactly. I mean, now we've mm-hmm. both, you know, moved on into new careers. Praise the Lord. Yeah. 
And yeah, so, exactly. And so Praise the- it was good to meet you at High Point. My God, you know, I'm going back in the fall. Are you guys going? Oh, yeah, we're definitely. We're, I think we're speaking again there at a couple different events. And yeah, we, this is a steam train we've created here. Awesome. We, we can't slow down. Awesome. <laughs> well, congrats to you guys. Thank you. So how did you go from a career in journalism to let's be an interior designer? Ah, great question. So I love writing and I still do. You know, that's, you know, one of my loves. Uh, So I have a blog. So I've kind of married the two worlds. But when I was a busybody reporter, I had this side hustle as a designer. So on the weekends, when I was not chasing hurricanes or figuring out who done it in Tallahassee or wherever the Herald sent me at the time. <laughs> I started, you know, I started with my own house and then friends started asking me to do their houses. And then it just, you know, my own steam train took off. So that's how it started. And I was juggling the two worlds for a long time. And then, you know, and, you know, I had to produce my stories at the Herald, but eventually I just couldn't keep up the pace anymore. You know, the Herald life, you know, the reporter life is demanding. Especially, yeah. and I remember when I had it, I, I was, I was sent, you know, I was on the hurricane team, you I know, mean, I was being sent to Key West, I mean, the worst place on the planet to go, right? But <laughs> I was being sent to Key West for the 50th time, you know, and I was like, I can't keep doing this. You know, I had a project going on on the weekend and I was like, this has to end. So I packed up that hat and did, um, and just moved into design and it wasn't easy. I kind of leapt into the recession unknowingly. Had to go back to corporate. Yeah, it was, you know, my story. I got to write a book soon because it's crazy. (laughs) So, yeah, left into the recession and then had to go back to writing this time for medical school. And then clients started calling again. And I said, okay, that's it for the last time. I am fully committed. And so it's been a few years now. And so that's been my journey into design. Now, did you find that when you started your interior design business that you were right away doing a whole bunch of renovations and remodelings or did you do the decorating first? How did that evolve? Great question. So I, I think I always, so I love renovations, right? I love, 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 which is really kind of twisted. The whole, the dustiness and the, you know, everything's dug up and it's just horrible. Like people cry and cringe. But I get like goosebumps and like, you know, there's like the biggest joy from seeing it all. So I think my first few projects were just decorative. But when I started too, I had a a business partner at the time and he was a contractor. So I didn't have a choice per se. I had to be on on site. And I I learned a lot that way um, working with him. So... I sort of cut my teeth in the construction end of it and then finishing the jobs with the decorative. So I think that's why, yeah, that that explains my life. Right, that makes a a whole hell of a lot of sense, you know, and starting out with your partner as a general contractor. So who would understand this, you know, more so than you being an interior designer with a partner as a general contractor. So on the job, then what skills were you able to learn and to see, you know, from a general contracting point of view that made you start to consider, I think that this is something I want to put on my radar to get my own GC in my interior design business. What were you finding that, I mean, is do you still have a contractor as a partner? Or no, no, I don't. I, you know, partnerships are not for everyone. And so <laughs> I, I, yeah, tell Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, Godspeed with anyone who does it successfully. Um, that did not last, you know, we're good now, but 
I have found that sure. being on my own has been the best thing for me. So more power to anyone who does a partnership well in design. Because, you know, we're all crazy. And so the benefit, though, was tremendous for me because I was there on site. So I, I did demolitions with him and with, you know, other guys on the team. I was hauling that stuff to the dump. You know, I remember those days, you know, being so dirty mm -hmm. and smelling like the dump. And I didn't even need to go to the gym. I mean, I was so fit from this demo <laughs> right. life. So I, and I was hands-on. I had to learn how to cut tiles, how to lay grout, how to cut baseboards, hold them up, crown moldings, everything. So understanding why is there, what kind of finish is it on the ceiling and the walls? Is it a, is it a knockdown? Is it orange peel? Is it a smooth skim? So I got into this because of that. And I, I know a lot of those technicalities, right? And so mm -hmm. I decided to use that to my benefit. So now in my business, I know I'm on, I'm the designer and I'm the project manager in the cases where we don't have an official licensed GC on the project. And just for your listeners to know, you don't always need to have a licensed GC on the project. It depends on the scope, right? Okay. So I will manage the project as the you know, the pseudo GC where the client expects me to then talk to if there's a licensed GC, if there's permits involved on the project. Because, and I, oh, yeah. I see. And okay. so I, I serve as, you know, I have my own licensed tradesman. So I have a licensed plumber, licensed electrician. So I run a team. And that is why I am seriously contemplating the GC route as an addition to my services because I essentially have been, you know, somewhat doing that role just not officially. Right. And so even my licensed trades have said to me over the years, why are you paying, you know, a GC to, to run some of these jobs, mm -hmm. Nicole, you know, what, you know, you know, the job, you know, that's where we're at with Darla Powell interiors in that Natalie is the project manager for that because I, I'm only capable of doing so <laughs> right. much. And she's basically engineering and orchestrating from the GC and subs and she'll bring in a sub here and there, which work under his purview because we can't, you know, we can't hire subs because we're not a GC. Right. And I have talked to Natalie, I said, Natalie, we're leaving a lot yes, of money on the table are. because, you know, all that money's going to, right? Yeah, we're all that money's going to the middleman. But she thinks that it's so, um, I'm speaking for her, she can speak for herself here in a second. I'm just staring at her, waiting to see what she has to say. <laughs> but it's so worth it because managing trades here, especially, and you know, because you're in Miami too, is a pain listen. in the butt. People to get people to show up on time. Sub, listen, Subs lie. I think Subs we, lie. any designer in South Florida deserves the number Number one crown and title in the country for our <laughs> skill set and the ability to, to manage trades. I love what I do, but I have to tell you guys, that is the most difficult part of the job. It is, and it, it, it is, it mm -hmm. drives us insane because, you know, we have a bilingual designer on our team and, you know, I thought that would solve the problem. Absolutely not. It doesn't matter. How nope. you communicate to these <laughs> trades in English, in Spanish, in French, you know, you will confirm with them yep. that you are going to show up tomorrow at nine o'clock. You confirm 10 times and then you get a call from the client at noon saying no one showed up and you are A, embarrassed, B, like want to just go. Yeah. I'm, you're so beyond the move because <laughs> what is this? We confirmed. And so then you call up this wonderful trade and he says, oh, 
Well, I had to go get gas and it was in Homestead <laughs> and the project is in Parkland and yep. it's just this. And, and they're absolutely, and I have decided I need to drink whatever juice they're drinking because they have, it is nothing to them. It is, it is like, why are no. you so worried? No. That, What's the problem? You need to be chill. They don't yes, get it. They don't get it. They don't understand. I said, listen, I have a client that I promised yes. you would be there at 9 a.m. And they're like, well, you know, 9, 10, 11. And I'm I like, had, yeah, <laughs> I I think the, the, tra the trades are just, you know, I just think they're on Jamaica time. No, no, Jamaica no. Jamaica time. No, no, no. In, I, no. I would defend the Jamaicans in the room. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Not the Jamaican. What I was, the, uh, um, the Caribbean. They're, they're just yes. on, yes, they're on island time. Yeah, well, they're on well, Caribbean okay. time. They just don't care. They get up. No. <laughs> Jamaicans are the most hardworking, <laughs> I think, people I have ever met. Let's clarify that because it's funny. I am Jamaican. <laughs> I am Jamaican. And so I have clients saying to me, because I am pretty anal about being on time. I will be at every yeah. site 10 minutes in advance because I like to get there before a meeting and Absolutely. make sure I get there and, you know, I, I'm not lost or whatever. So I will show up to Jamaican clients and they're like, what kind of Jamaican are you? Why are you so early? <laughs> so I am like the anti-Caribbean time person because yes, I do show up on time. But yeah, our trades here are on Caribbean and Latin they're American terrible. time. Yeah, they're terrible. But not all of not them. All, I mean, well, we have we found we found some good ones now off of Instagram. Yes. We just recently did an episode saw, about I that. I saw actually. that. I need to go listen to that because I we have to. Do, we are having a crisis. We have a few good ones. But mm -hmm. overall, yeah. we I spend so much time. And they're so talented. And that's the thing. They're so good. It's just, why yep. is it so hard for you to you, to be on time or show up when you say yeah. you're going to show up? It's a Miami thing. It really yeah. is. It's a Miami thing. Okay, so we're, we're digressing a little bit. But what I want to get back to. No, I, I oh, wanna, you have. I okay. want to know how, if you do pull this trigger and you become the GC, how do you think that's going to help you with your trades? Because that's that's the boat I'm in. I'm like, I'm in that boat. I'm like, why should I become a GC? Because all the all the subs are, are pretty much the same with the same problem. Obviously, we have the same problems. They're not on time. Right. They have to go get gas. This isn't all of 60, them. <laughs> 60 miles away, they have to go get gas from a project and they don't show up. And then you left, you're left holding the bag and, and then you're the one that doesn't look like you're efficient and like you're doing what you say you're going to do. So how how do you think becoming that actual contractor might change something. Well, I think for one, you know, getting that license for me, you know, obviously, and I think for you too, Natalie, if you consider it is there's going to be more skill sets that we were going to gain, right. From studying for this. And so in a case where it's a critical situation, I'll just do it myself. Right. Um, for me right now, the role I see and the GCs I do use, they're mainly, you know, for the permit end of things, they're not, these GCs that I'm using, and, and I don't know on your end, they're not even getting their hands dirty. Mm. They're just there. I mean, they're supplying the trade. So I already have the trades. And so if I, I don't mind being the GC off record, obviously licensed on the job to make sure they're following all the code. So that's how I see. That's my plan, not to basically be the GC doing the work per se, but I can do the work if I need to in a pinch if the guy doesn't show up. Yeah, I've had to I've had to take down window treatments and a whole bunch of other stuff because my my trades didn't show up on time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
yeah, we do that. I've, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll install a missing piece of tile. That's what I'm saying. I'm already doing it. So I'm already caulking the baseboard. Are you really now? Touching up that paint. Still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that surprises, you know, I, you know, the newer guys on my team, you know, they don't know me from when I was doing that all the time. So I will have, I had some trades walking the other day and I was like, you know, on my hands and knees, like caulking and they were like, they were shocked. Like, <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Nicole? You know, because they see me as this Nicole now on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allegedly living this great design life. <laughs> allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly. But yeah, so they don't, you know, and that's important for me to never lose touch, you know, and to let my guys know and my, and my team, you know, design team and interns and stuff who are coming in that to me, there should be no job that's beneath you as the principal of a firm if we need to paint a baseboard or caulk something or add some wood filler whatever to close a job like close it you know, well we keep philosophy. darla away from that because she's just a mess. I'm, I'm terrible if I, i'm not like handy if, well, if something like that needs to be done i usually handle that or take care of that you got yeah. it is important to know your skill set <laughs> yeah no, so. no no we keep her far away from paintbrushes and caulking or whatever yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> don't ever offer to do that for Yeah, me no, no. Either. Don't ever let her do any. Don't let her do that. Uh-uh. You guys need to go to Nicole White Designs, uh, your website. There's a there's this lovely picture of you on this red, uh, you know, so in your green dress. <laughs> That's not caulking baseboards. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and picture that gorgeous woman there uh, down caulking baseboards and painting. <laughs> this alleged, uh, I love that, the alleged design life. That's the best. Okay, so, so, okay, so you and Natalie are going to contractor school together. You're going to have your GCs. Yeah. <laughs> wow, do you see how that just happened, Nicole? Yeah. So how much? Let's say I you know gosh, are we being anecdotal here? So how much money would you say that we are leaving on the table by not being our own GCs? I'm I would imagine it's a pretty huge percentage, 20, 30 percent. What would you say? Twenty to thirty. Yeah. Twenty to thirty. Oh good, I was right. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so Natalie, do you think that that would be worth I mean, think about it now. Think about what you're organizing now. It's a whole hell of a lot. How much more would it be? But I'm getting paid to organize that anyways. You are, but they're getting, but for that, that money that the contractor's making, you could be making that. Oh boy, Nicole, I don't like where this is going. I kind of feel like I'm being held hostage here and I know you're on Darla's side. I think you guys need to hash this out over drinks later, but yeah, (laughs) listen, there's, you know, with that money comes responsibility, obviously. And so, you know, it's just going to depend on how much you want to take on. For me, it may, it's worth, it may be worth it in the long term for me. You know, guys, there's bigger contracts out there, government stuff coming down the pike, mm-hmm. you know. So with that GC license, you could you could put together teams to be on projects of bigger scope. So that's why that's my forward thinking on it. It's not just the residential projects. But that's brilliant. You never know. It opens it yeah, opens doors. Gotta, it opens mm-hmm. doors and doesn't major doors. It doesn't limit limit to, limit you to just one one thing, like you just said, a government project or this or that. Although I don't know if I'd want to work for the government. I yeah, you that. already do that. <laughs> You'll be surprised because you know I ha- I know friends who work who do those jobs, and let me tell you, they're some of the best jobs because the government projects are not as stressful, you know, on some terms as your regular client, right? Who is constantly texting you, emailing you, asking for updates. You know, some of these when I've done commercial projects, they're much easier because. There's a set time. This building must open at this date, right? And so things seem to go a little more streamlined if it's organized and the funding is there. 
um, than it can, than it often is. There's not emotions in the government world, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no handholding. The commercial side. No, I like it's that. No I like that side. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I. So that's what I'm thinking too in the mm-hmm. long term. Like I want to get out. You know, I want to scale back from some of these. I mean, listen, I love residential, right? But some, you know, some projects can just be like, oh, my oh God, you don't have to tell me. Can I drink? Yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, guys, we don't share it all. We cannot share the entire truth I don't, we on can't. social media. But there, where, there are some projects, and I've had one or two this year that were just like. Oh, oh, you God, just want to shoot yourself, me? pull out your hair. I just want to yep. run away to Bora Bora and be done. Well, so. take can us I, with can you. Can I go? Yeah, I, I want to go with you. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, I've had I've had plenty of night where I've been laying in bed at night going, oh, why did I do this again? Was this yeah. really and it's and it was all because of difficulty with a particular client, you know, on the residential yeah. side to where they didn't quite see your vision or they didn't, you know, maybe I didn't set up expectations like I should have, you know, because I will t- totally take ownership of this problem. But yeah, yeah we're I, I get on Jenna. I really do. So what I wanted to ask you, Nicole, is if you specialize in remodeling and renovation, are you marketing your firm? around that and how are you doing it so yeah i i market myself as a one-stop shop for the most part where i mean i will corral a licensed gc if we need it for a project and so i my success i think is because our clients don't want to speak to five different trades right right? Mm -hmm. so they have been happy that Oh my goodness. She designs the project from start to finish. Then, so I design, I charge a fee just for designing. Then once we agree on the design, we turn it around into a proposal. Then I manage the project. So um, we have done well because of that model where clients, they don't have to have another person trying to interpret the designer's vision, right? Right. It's my vision already. Then I have my guys and my team that's going to execute the vision that they have approved. And so it's there, there's been a lot of contentment with that. It's one person. Now, obviously it's a lot on me. It's a lot of pressure Mm. and a lot of stress, but it's also a lot of good. You know, when these, we've got great clients who appreciate the process, understand it's not TV where it's overnight and, and that, you know, a punch list can take weeks to close. It's not, there's no way what they see on TV is reality. Right. Right. So we, I have marketed myself as a renovation queen. I think I have that hashtag now because number one, I decided to claim it and own it. I, I used to, you know, I used to, you know, like tiptoe around it. Like I, I don't, I didn't want to be branded as such. I wanted to be known as a designer who is offering, you know, is focusing on soft furnishings and window treatments. But then I, I decided, listen, I do that too, but my core, my strength is the rental process and making the rental process easy for you as a client. So as a client, you can travel and our clients travel extensively. You can be in Europe for the summer knowing that Nicole and her team, they're responsible and they have it under control because she has, she knew the design. Hey, wing nuts. Do you love doing your own social media, but you just don't have a sound strategy in place? Are you just throwing images at the wall, hoping that they stick to your ideal client? Well then, Darla and I are super excited to tell you about our Wingnut Social Strategy Package. One of our expert social media specialists will help you discover your goals. 
analyze your current performance, build your customized social marketing plan, and coach you on the implementation. It's a tremendous value, and you can find out more by going to wingnutsocial/services or by giving us a call at one eight seven seven wingnut. Again, that's wingnutsocial.com/services or one eight seven seven wingnut. Now back to the show and the crazy. I have to tell you, Nicole, that if I were on the fence at all, that being the one-stop shop would be the single most effective argument for getting an in-house GC or being your own GC. Because I think that that, there is some disconnect there. Even though we do renovations and remodeling and we offer full service, there is still that third party coming in that the homeowners have to have the contract with and have to talk to who is the GC. So it does give them a little bit more work to do on their end, there is still some negotiating there with that third party because they don't negotiate with us for the GC part. And to be able to on a consultation to say, listen, the buck is stops with me. I'm your contractor. I'm your designer and everything. You tell me what you want. And then you don't have to see me till it's done. Go to Europe, take a vacation. And I think that's the the ultimate luxury, you know, designer. That's what people want. If they don't want the headache, they don't want to think about it, the stress or the overwhelm, you know, they can just go away and come back and it's all done. And it's you. I think that Correct. that is such a strong, huge selling point, Natalie Engraff. It is. It is. <laughs> and so for for us to be able to say that, again, I'm the project manager with a GC as needed. That's been mm-hmm. the strength. And so for me, it's been, you know, when do I level up and just go get this license? And so. Yeah, I would totally hire you. I, if I were, <laughs> serious, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I'm If I were a client and I was looking for someone that I just the one point of contact, you, it, right. you know, you take care of everything. And like I said, you know, Natalie's an excellent project manager. She does really well, but sometimes the client does have to deal directly with the GC for whatever reason. Sometimes they do not. <laughs> no, no, no. And listen, there are projects, there are projects where we are only the designer, you know, 20% of my projects. I am not, managing the job i Mm -hmm. am just a designer the client is a new build and they have a contractor and i don't mind that sometimes you know i'm not carrying the load per se i'm showing up and i'm Mm -hmm. interpreting the design so nothing gets lost in translation for the client so i have those projects a lot of commercial jobs have been that way because there are some contractors who can who, who specify in a certain area for example we did a dental office and that contractor only does dental offices because there's a lot of, you know, things that they have to follow for their codes. Yes. So, you know, you want to specialize in doing dental offices or medical offices, you know, as a contractor, you can do that as well. So I don't mind, you know, there are times where I don't mind being the designer only. I do know though that my, my core loves the reno side and loves managing the jobs. And so why not elevate myself completely? And, and become the GC on the record as opposed to just offering the project manager pseudo GC. And I, you know, I'm being very careful because I don't want GCs yeah. coming for me saying you're the <laughs> GC. No, that's smart. And, you know, yeah, and we have to be transparent. Yeah. I, I am, uh, I project manage licensed trades and we have our arsenal of GCs we can call on. But, and so, yes, and as you said to Natalie, why am I leaving that money on the table? Why am I giving that to a GC? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it comes down to. Because I do have to, that, that comes in the budget. And so is it going to be better for the client if 
the fees could be all in one place right. versus there, there's Nicole's check, there's this GC. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can get a little frustrating. So yeah. And that's, I think, it just yeah, depends. that's what was my number one thing. I was I lit up and I'm like, oh yeah, you, you could totally have total control of that. The billing. I have, I have a yes. good idea. Sure. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to go? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> my idea is I'll go get the license and you deal with all the other people. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you have the GC license, uh-huh. but me do the project management. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll do that if you do the design. Ha ha, psych. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally understand what you're saying, Nicole, and I totally get it. And I think my biggest hang-up is just I just I don't want to like go to school. school. Yeah. I don't want to go to school. So what if I got what if I got the GC? But you need the knowledge. Hey, um, she'll. I'll have her bags packed and her uh, her books and her little lunch made. Nicole, when are you going to go? I'll send. I'll send her um, with you, and she can do the book learning, and I'll do the practical. Now, I tell you, yeah, I I understand that. Like, listen, I wasn't. You know, I I loved college and school. Like, I was. Yeah, I was one of those kids who I have to have a four So I'm a little bit of a, a nerd in that sense. So. I'm not afraid of school right now. It's just strategically for me. I have my son is seven and I'm basically his Uber driver. So I have to like make sure, you know, schedule wise, but listen, it's all doable. And the the more I talk about it, the more it just seems that it should be what I do next. I think Natalie's underestimating herself. I I think she would really like it once she got, you know, I mean, you know, she's 40. She just turned 41 actually. And, you know, going back to school is like, you know, might as well just have a root canal. Yeah, but I think it would it would be fun. I've offered to go with her too. We could go together. We could, yeah, yeah. And listen, I see there are so many designers I know who I remember when they were going back to school for their master's or whatever, and how it seemed like it would be forever. And they've they've all completed the masters, you know. Yeah. So it's like two years or three years, and I don't even think GC school is that long, right? No, it's just it's intense. Not. It's just, it's just at an night. intense. Yeah, of course, it's at night. night. It's intense. So I just think we need to, we should just make a pact and like mm-hmm. Let's all go set together. a date and let's sure. get it done. Let's do it. We can all hang out. We could be GCB fries. G- <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there drinks involved somewhere? Yeah. You have to apply her with drinks. Uh, you know, I'm down for that. I apply anyone. I'll bring my own liquor at all times. <laughs> we'll bring a flask, Ooh. a flask to GC class. GCB school could be interesting. <laughs> we'll sit in the back of the class. We'll be <laughs> the, the problem Wait, kids. Wait, uh, Darla, the point is that we have to pass this class. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Well, maybe yeah. not. We won't we'll hit it so hard. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nicole. Well, I'm hoping that your appearance on this podcast is going to give Natalie some more food for thought to go out and get her GC. And um, we'll definitely have to have you back on the show when you get yours to see how your business has changed with it or you know even if it does because you are doing most of that legwork now you definitely have a little bit more money in your pocket i'm thinking but now i have to ask you uh, now i have to ask you if you're ready for the what up wingnut round sure let's go oh look she doesn't sound afraid at all she's ready now it's time for what up wingnut Wingnut. all right so nicole white if you were a tree what kind of tree would you be and why i'll be a mango tree because who doesn't love mangoes and, um, you know, it's a tree that produces fruit. Why not? Oh, I'm allergic to them. <laughs> <laughs> how can anyone get allergic to mangoes? Like, how is that it's even a just, thing? It's just the sap. The sap and the skin. I wear, I wear gloves when I peel them. I can't pick them. 
I can't touch them with my bare hands. In South Florida, this yeah. is my dad. My dad has a whole. My dad has a whole grove, and I make him pick them up and put them in a bag for me. And then when I get home, I put rubber gloves on, and that's how I I peel my mango so I can eat it. I just can't touch that the princess. That, hey. What a yeah. That's, I can't. I've never heard that. <laughs> she can't Sorry. even. Sorry. I can eat them. I just can't touch them. Like, she can't. She can't even, Natalie. I know. I can't even. That's okay. <laughs> Nicole, what would the hashtag on your tombstone be? That wine life, because I love wine. <laughs> that wine life. See, Natalie? And, and I mean wine, W-I-N-E, let's be clear. Oh, we got you. Um, You know, I love a good glass of red wine, and I have one every night, and so... That's good for you. It's I good think for your that'd heart. Be appropriate, yes. If you could have only one superhero power, what would it be and why? Man, that's a tough one. I think I'd want to know what people are thinking, you know? Oh, mind it reading. Yeah, mind reading. I'm sure it could be overwhelming, but for me, it would cut through the noise and, you know, just help us to avoid, you know, like the BSers of the world. You know, if I know you're coming at me with some BS off the bat and I could read it, then I that would be a, That would be a, be a very great thing powerful. to know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I won't have dinner with you. I waste so much. I think we would avoid so much um, time wasting if we knew people's intentions right away. Right. I think I would be too sensitive to have that power. I think I would. <laughs> no. I, w- I don't want to know what people are thinking half the time. I want to know. I want to know. Just get, just get out of my way if you're not here. If you're not on the team, just stay away. All right. Last but not least, what book has had the biggest impact on you, either professionally or personally? This book has had both personally and professionally wouldn't take nothing from my journey now. And it's by Maya Angelou, the poet. And I, my best friend at the time gave that to me for my 21st birthday, I want to say. And I still have it. I read it all the time. I go back to it because it's just a great collection of of essays about how to deal with different things in your life, you know, how to take risks and how to not be afraid just to live and how to, you know, just approach life in a way that you're grateful. And what was the title again? Wouldn't take nothing from my journey now. Wow. I love that. Um, That's a great title. It's an amazing book. And I, I constantly just, and I, I have all, it's underlined all over the place, you know, different chapters in there because no matter where I've been in my life, at, at this stage, I wouldn't change a thing. And that's the point of the book, right? You should live it so well. And even when it was hard, that you wouldn't change anything about it. And I am happy to say that I can really say that. I just added it to my Audible queue. It's an audio book. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it. Yeah, It's it sounds, awesome. It does. It sounds amazing. And you've been a great guest. Please tell the wingnuts where they can find you. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys for having me. I'm sorry we, I wasn't chilling by your pool. In this <laughs> hey, we can arrange that. We can arrange, we can that. arrange you do, that. You do live but close enough. Yeah. I do. I, I, if I'm, I can brave the 95 traffic and, and head out Ugh. to Miami. Anyone, you know, Instagram is my number one social media um, focus. So you can find me at Nicole White Designs Interiors on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm Live, Laugh, Decorate, which is my blog handle. On Facebook, Nicole White Designs. On Pinterest, Nicole White Designs. Just Google Nicole White Designs. And you'll yeah, you Google Nicole White Designs and you get to see her in that lovely green dress on the... I did before <laughs> we started the podcast. That's a great shot, by the way. The, like, leggage, seriously. the leggage game was real. And it's funny because I, I, you know, I was on the fence about that on my website. But, you know, I figured, listen, nope. I was. it's nothing salacious. It's just I thought yep. it was 
tastefully executed. Very. So. Yeah, the leg game is strong. Good <laughs> <laughs> workout, honeys. Let's let's show it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us on the Wingnut Social Podcast. You have an amazing week. Thank you, guys. Natalie Ann, yes. with your crime-fighting giraffe. Yes, now I have a crime-fighting, oh boy. Lord. I don't think that was in the show. I think that was in my, me being silly I in the front. I think you are silly anyways. I am silly. Okay, so let's have a Especially serious. since you think I'm going to GC school. Oh, no, seriously. All jokes aside, did she convince she, you? She proved her point, yes. And I understand, yes. Okay, what are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? That my honest, you, I'm allowed to say my honest thoughts on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, my honest thoughts are, Yeah. we have a design business. Mm-hmm. We have a social media marketing company. Yep. We have a podcast. Yep. We have a 14-year-old. <laughs> Three dogs and a bird. Three dogs and a bird. Let's see. Um, I do have a full-time another job, 24 on, 48 off. And I work at my family's farm. So I would like to know exactly when mm-hmm. you want to dedicate the time for us to go to GC school. That, you know, that's that's a good point. So let's say if you were a GC, would you be doing, let's say you had the time and you had your license. I don't want to mess with the permits because I don't like working the would, county. Would oh, that, my gosh. Would that take more time out I don't, of your I life? I don't think it would help me as much. But the money. But I'm not worried about the money. You're I'm, not worried about the money because you I'm have not. these other things I have going all on. these other irons in the fire that for me right now in this situation, okay. all right. All right. it's okay. not okay. ideal. Let's say you're not. But you can go. Let's say, yeah, I might be able to. Let's say you're not Natalie and Giraffe. Okay, and you're well, just, who am I today, Sybil? And say so you're out there in the audience, and you're a designer considering taking this leap. What? Absolutely, one hundred percent go. Okay, absolutely, one hundred percent go because they're not a firefighter by day, a podcaster by the weekend. You know, go. A, a social. Okay, why? Why? Because it helps cut out the middleman. It helps when someone comes to you, and you can be that one stop shop, and they don't have to deal with a contractor. If they if there's an issue, they're going to call and yell at you, and you don't have to call and yell at the contractor. Because you are the contractor, so they only get yelled at once. But I really, I really liked being the yeah the one stop shop where you know what client you deal the buck stops here you deal with me I do it all. You can almost we one stop shop it. We do, but but still, I have the GC in my back pocket. But they still the contracts are with the GC because we can't because legally by law mm-hmm. you have to. But still, we're still a one stop shop, and I'm paid to manage that, and mm-hmm. I'm paid to do that. I because you orchestrate have, them. I just don't yeah. have the license, and we go in and we. Check right. on the job and make Absolutely. sure everything's ba da ba da ba da ba da ba. So right. if if there was more hours in the day, okay. So why I could do it now? Let's see, I could do it right, but I don't have your you grasp. Don't understand? No, no. Okay, no. First of all, bite your Amish tongue. <laughs> I don't understand. No, I don't think so. I don't have the same you know working background and knowledge. The that you practical, have. the practical. Because you were raised in a barn with a tool in your you know a diaper. Who fixed your plumbing today? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, I had not stupid. But listen, Nicole was in the grime and in the dirt and did the demo and did this. And she probably knows what wall she could knock down and which one mm-hmm. she don't. And you would go in there with a sledgehammer and go, oh, that looks nice. Wait, I'm going to hit that wall and have no idea. <laughs> this will be pretty. Right. Listen, you, you know, I know you're being humorous here, but I know that you have more respect for my skills of observation on a job site than that. I, I do, know you do, but I can give you a hard time. You this can. is a podcast and it's kind of fun. <laughs> I have you captive now. I have you in my corner now. Because, you know, I damn sure like knocking me down a wall. I do. You do. I love it. And, you know, when Nicole was talking about, I love the, the dust and the dirt. That's when I get goosebumps. I love it, too. We go to that million dollar condo in Aventura and it's all just tore up with the guts and the dirt. I just I get all happy inside. My second happiest time 
is on photo shoot day. You know, when I see the pictures and stuff, but I love it. I'm, I'm with her. We're so, going to hang out so, for drinks. So what's the major takeaway today? If you have time. God, if, you, if you're if you not running a full service interior design firm and a social media marketing agency and a up and coming, thank you all, podcast and a firefighter by day, then and, maybe and you should child. get your GC. Oh, and have a 14 year old, three dogs and a bird. Yeah. But considering. Oh, don't forget the fish. Oh, and the fish. Tons of koi and butterflies. <laughs> God gave those to us. We do not own them. We rent them. For parties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Darla, we are way off track here. Listen, it's part of our charm, right? Are we charming? You think you're charming. Luann Nagara today said on her podcast that she thought we were lovable. You know, I don't know if I've ever been called lovable. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or, you know, that tinfoil hat on your head whatever you're listening to this on please be sure to follow us on social at wingnutsocial.com and if you're looking for someone to handle your social media marketing give us a call at 1-877-WINGNUT and we can help you out with whatever you need and you want to get yourself visible in front of clients so they can throw money at you so you can pay for that gc school (laughs) hey i like that twist (laughs) all right guys have a good one so long see ya You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. Natalie Graff kicking butt with her giraffe. <laughs> Natalie Giraffe. Man, I'm burping up a hammer. Well, I know me too. <laughs>